If you want to grow the value of your business, your enterprise value, as Seth would call it, then it's important that you have certain aspects in place and your assets are going to be your customer list. It's going to be your brand, your loyalty, the, the actual goodwill that's associated with your product and services and your, and your name. Welcome to the Post Purchase Pro Podcast. This is the only podcast that dives deep into post-purchase marketing to help Amazon sellers increase sales, ranking, reviews, and profits. It's everything that happens after the initial sale that makes a difference. We call this the back end. This is the Post-Purchase Pro Podcast, episode 42. Yeah, welcome back to the Post-Purchase Podcast, folks. Hopefully you've been enjoying some of the content. Seth and I have been interviewing some pretty amazing people, haven't we, Seth, from around our industry? Yeah, definitely, Sean. Some of our interviews that we have coming up that we've already recorded are even more exciting. We've uh, met some amazing people with amazing stories. We love to learn about entrepreneurs, whether they're coming from a service business or a software business or an Amazon business. It's always fun. Um, I think you and I share the same passion in in that we are students of business and we enjoy it. I mean, what do you do in your free time, Sean? You're listening to audiobooks about business. You are studying business, and it's really um, a lot of fun for us. So as we get to do these interviews and we get to share them with you, um, take advantage of the knowledge, even if it's not directly applicable to your business, you can learn a lot of nuggets and apply them in uh, a lot of different ways. And I know, Sean, that's one of your strengths is seeing something that's working in a different industry and then transplanting it. And that's exactly what we've done with, uh, with Post-Purchase Pro. Now, I know that's not what we're talking about today, but I just wanted to bring that up because it is exciting to, to meet and um, to learn these entrepreneurs, learn the stories from these other entrepreneurs. It is, isn't it? And it's, it's very rewarding. Um, and, you know, I didn't realize it at the time, but since a very young age, I didn't know what I was doing, Seth, but I've always been like a sponge, like a student of business. I've always been obsessed with finding out how businesses earn their money, how they bring in new customers, how they make a profit. But as I got older in years and, you know, as we as we build this business, Post Purchase Pro and the Post Purchase Podcast, it becomes apparent to me that not all success in your business is measured by ground gain. That is dollars in the bank. I mean, as we journey through the building of a business, a lot of the success can be attributed or or calculated, measured by, you know, how many lives you've touched. And I know that sounds kind of hokey pokey, but when you're actually creating value from nothing and sometimes and getting paid for that, you're changing lives. It's about the journey. It's about it's not only about how many zeros are in your bank account. Sure, that's the easiest measurement of financial success. But success, Seth, in business and in life is always going to be defined differently, no matter who you ask. Success is different for you than it is for me. But the one thing's for sure, Seth, is that failure is always defined as one's inability to attain his goals, whatever that may be, right? Yeah, that would just be like giving up, right? When you fail, you just gave up. When you succeed, well, I'm on the way to success. <laughs> Maybe you're in a uh, you feel like you're failing in the moment, but you haven't actually given up yet. So you didn't fail. But I love this this whole concept. Um, providing value is a huge measure of success, because even if you're thinking that you would prefer to be rewarded financially, well, if you start to provide value to other people, then you will eventually be rewarded. So I think a lot of the times. Um, well, actually, Sean, it's a quote that we've we've talked about a little bit. This is a paraphrase. It's like. The uh, your financial success is a reflection of how many how much value you have um, helped other people out in their lives. You know how much value you can produce. 
So that's why business is a faster way to create wealth for anybody because you can provide value at scale. You know, as an employee, you're providing value in one channel or one mechanism. But as a business, when you can you can operate a system, then you can provide value at scale. So I know we're going to jump into um, these different metrics that we've been talking about, Sean, but it's kind of like the lead versus lag measures that people talk about. It's like the lead measures are the things that you do or the process that is involved in the creation of. And then the lag measure is like the results afterwards. So like the, the lag measure would be the money. The lead is all the things that go into creating the value, right? Of course. And, you know, if you want to have a business, the only way that you're going to earn money in the world is you're either going to scratch a lottery ticket and get lucky or, or inherit it. Right. Or you have to uh, start your own government and start taxing those people who are involved in your your uh, small island nation. Right. Or you work for someone else. In other words, you're providing your time and your value creation at a wholesale price to be resold to others. Or in the case of most of you who are watching this or listening to this podcast. You're creating value in the world, serving the world, as Ezra Firestone likes to say, serve the world unselfishly and profit. And Seth, there's a reason why our mantra, besides the fact that the first sale is only the beginning, we always like to say build, nurture, and profit. And notice, Seth, that profit comes last. First, you have to build. You're building a customer list. You're building a business. You're building relationships. Then you nurture that customer list, you nurture that business, you nurture that relationship, that tool, that platform, whatever your leverage is. And then finally, and only after you build and nurture, then do you profit. And, you know, a lot of times in business and, and you know, the more zeros that are in your checking account, of course, the more money you have, the more successful you appear on the outside. But that's only one metric to follow. That's only one metric to measure. And like you were telling me before we hit the record button about what Warren Buffett says, he measures success by how many people uh, at the end of your life, how many people that you've loved are, are loving you back. So, you know, sometimes we get in a rut and we're trying to build this business. We're, we're growing this brand and we kind of lose sight of why we started. We started hopefully to gain uh, control of our lives, to have freedom to do what we wish and Hopefully, Seth, for you, it's the same as it is for me, is that we really want to grow spiritually, to grow uh, relationship-wise, to touch lives, to increase uh, lives and the value of not only our business, but those lives that we're touching, whether it's a physical product or a digital product or service. If you can provide more value than you're asking for in return for payment, that's what business is all about. And like you said, it's, it's providing value at scale. So, Seth, when you go back and look at some of the physical products that we launched, you know, at one point in our in our game, in the Amazon game, our goal was to launch 365 products, one per day for a year. And we got pretty close, but we launched 350 products within a short time period of 10 months. But at that point, Seth, our only measurement was, hey, are we putting another notch on our belt today? And we did. But at the end of the day, sure, we made a lot of money. Just imagine, I mean, if you yeah. think about how many lives you actually touched with your pizza cutter, with your silicone spatula, with your fly swatter, with your bamboo pillow, with your hula hoop, right? Yep. And, you know, if you can look at that and say, we provided value, we enhanced lives. I mean, everyone changes lives, but are you changing lives for the better? I sure hope so. And that is just one of many measurements of success, isn't it, Seth? 
Yeah, Sean, I mean, you can talk about success in your personal life. You can talk about success in your business life. And I think in the essence of it all, it's about widening your view. It's not, did I succeed today? Does, did my bank account grow? It is, did I provide a better, more value to my customer? So did I improve my product? Or for instance, like in our, um, when we talk about post-purchase marketing, did my email list grow so I have a bigger asset? You didn't, your bank account didn't grow because you um, have more customers on your list, but your asset grew, so that's a measure of success. Or for instance, if your um, efforts produced a better ranking on Amazon, if you're selling on Amazon, then you made progress towards success, but your bank account doesn't immediately reflect that. So a lot of times you need to broaden your view and say, okay, what am I trying to achieve here, number one? And then number two, what things need to happen so I can get that goal? So for instance, when you're talking about value creation, well, sometimes the products that we would sell um, early on in our uh, building of our business, we were rushing them because the main metric that we were tracking was launch 350 products. But if our main metric was have the best product and have it positioned the best, we would have had a totally different outlook on what success meant to us. So I think it's about nailing your goal and then figuring out what are the things that need to happen for that goal to actually um, be achieved, Sean. Yep. So what, what we like to do is we like to start with the goal in mind. What is the goal? Let's say you're growing a social media following. Well, social media following can't really be directly allocated to dollars in the bank. So success in the social media following, like the Facebook groups and things that were growing at the time, it's measured by engagement, right? It's measured by click-through rates, measured by how many people are actually viewing, commenting, sharing your content. So yes, that success at some point could translate into monetizing that relationship, but I want you to think about with regards to post-purchase marketing, which we're a huge proponent of, of course, is that not everything is directly related to how many dollars did that effort put in my bank at the end of the day. If you want to grow the value of your business, your enterprise value, as Seth would call it, then it's important that you have certain aspects in place and your assets are going to be your customer list. It's going to be your brand, your loyalty, the, the actual goodwill that's associated with your product and services and your, and your name. Yes, you must be profitable, right? Because you're getting rewarded based on being profitable. But in order to be profitable, you absolutely must have, it's a necessity to have these other value, uh, valuable assets in place, isn't it, Seth? Definitely, Sean. I think it's, um, it's something that we've talked about a lot is you always want to go out there and do your best and you want to be aggressive if you can, but you never want to step over the line where you lose a shred of reputation. You always want to be giving so much value that you never would damage your reputation because you can build your reputation up for a lifetime and then ruin it in a minute. So you can do the same thing with your business and to your customers. If you come out and you've, if you've done a very good job of creating great products and you have great customer experience and you do all these things right for years and years and years, and then all of a sudden you launch a dud product and you blow the trust, then your reputation is gone and you have to uh, can be consistent. And you have to make sure that you are treating these relationships with your customers and in your personal life with enough care that you actually maintain that reputation, Sean. Absolutely. And that's why what brought up this subject, Seth, the reason why we wanted to do episode 42 about this value and measurement of success is because right now we're building out a team. And we're expanding our team. And as we're bringing on new hires, we're not necessarily focused on impressing our new hires with dollars. Like if you're only here because of your salary at, at the first of the month, then you're really not a team player as far as we're concerned. 
we need to grow in relationships. We need to grow in knowledge. We need to grow in experience. We need to grow in, in value. We need to grow our product line. We need to grow our reviews. We need to grow our engagement with our customers. So if you're not here to learn and expand and be a better person at the end of this journey, then you're probably not fit for our team. And that's what really sparked this episode 42 about measuring success. And like I said, Seth, not all success can be measured by the amount of ground gain. That is dollars and cents in your bank account. Yeah, we're, we're looking for people on our team, Sean, that are like the CrossFit fans. You know, they're just, they <laughs> they are intense and they're committed, but they're not doing it for necessarily like how they look in the mirror or whatever. They're just there because they love it and they're passionate about it. And they want to be a part of something that's bigger than themselves. And um, I think so far, Sean, we've built a great culture and we're building it. But as uh, you listeners out there go to build your own company, you can't always attract the best talent with the most money. You have to have something bigger than that. So when we're talking to talent that's coming onto our team, we are not saying you're going to have the highest salary. We're saying, here's the opportunity for growth. Here's the opportunity for relationships. And what are your goals in your career? Because we want to help you advance towards that. Not necessarily let's jump into pay you so you can feel good for the moment that we pay you, but how about the relationships that you have with our team and the events that you can come to and the network that you're going to build? So it's all about the uh, the collective value that you can bring to your team in that instance, Sean. Ask yourselves, how do you measure success in your business? How do you measure success in your personal life? How do you measure success in your knowledge base, your experience, right? Your customer relationships. And then find out what exactly you need to do to get to that goal. If you're showing up every day and you're watching the clock and you can't wait till the buzzer rings at five o'clock, you can't wait until Friday when your work lets out and you can enjoy your free time and collect your paycheck, then you might be working for the wrong reasons. So just think about it. If you like what we're talking about, leave it in the comments. If you're watching this on Facebook, like us, subscribe, share, comment, all those fun things. If you're watching on YouTube, like us, subscribe to the channel. Let us know how we're doing. This is the Post Purchase Podcast. My name is Sean Hart. That's Seth Stevens, and this has been episode 42, How to Measure Success in Your Business. We'll see you next time, Seth.